girls watching TV shows And some of it's good and some of it blows And when we finish the movies, yeah, we need a scotch And we turn to each other and say, um, what did we just watch? On this computer. Here we go, we're live. Hi, we are back. Hi, we're back. Uh, Did you guys miss us? I'm sure they did. Obviously. Um, well, this is another episode of, um, um what, what did, we did we just watch? watch? One day we're going to get that down. <laughs> you we will get that slow. down. <laughs> yeah, we do. We need to speed it up a little bit. It yeah, should be yeah. like, um, what did we just watch? That snap sound is so clear. I don't know if you guys noticed. We, uh, we have new mics. Thanks to Emma. Mics. Yeah, I thought for Christmas a good gift for my buddies Emily and Kiana would be a podcast mic. Of course, it's not top like top tier podcast mic, but it's what we have. We it's already sound us. better. We do sound better. And to my, I told my mom, I was like, I'm thinking of getting them this for Christmas, and she was like, That's a lame gift. They won't want that. And then I asked them, and they were like, Yeah, <laughs> we want that. That's so funny. It. <laughs> we still love her though. Yeah, we still, still love her. But she was wrong on this one. Um, yeah. So we have these new mics. So um, that's about all the updates. We had the rebranding <laughs> party. So thanks oh, yeah. for whoever came out. We enjoyed thanks, your company. It was lots of fun. Um, yeah. Other than that, like Thanksgiving happened <laughs> in between the last couple episodes. Yeah. Thanksgiving was good. I'm not sure about everyone else, but mine was pretty good. We had a good Thanksgiving. Thanks. Me too. Um, yeah, not too many updates, but huge thanks to everyone who's been listening and who's following us on all of our socials and watching our videos, because I do do those. So it's nice when you watch um, or listen. And we're super excited to like get the ball rolling on our speaking of holidays. It's yeah. not Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> it's we're moving Christmas. right on. Christmas time. Christmas. Christmas. I've donned my um, Christmas sweater in the spirit of the season. Oh, I didn't know we were doing sweaters. It's okay. Anyone else? Next time. Way too much money at the bookstore for one of those. Mm. I'm sure. You're just like me. We are doing. um, We've been really excited about this movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually been on our minds for the whole year. Yeah. Honestly. We've been thrilled. And I've been waiting ever since, we've all been waiting ever since the rebrand party to anxiously for this movie to come out. And then we were waiting till we were all free to watch the movie. We had to dodge so many spoilers. So many spoilers. It's been hard. Twitter has been the buzz. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie's Uh, a little bit different though. Usually we watch intentionally bad movies, but we hoped, fingers crossed, when we watch this one that it wouldn't be bad. And you'll see our ratings at the end, but uh I think it's better than the most of the movies we review. Yeah, definitely. Say it has a different vibe than like the typical cheesy, cheesy Christmas movie. Like it actually had plot and like it was fun to watch and we really enjoyed it. So I'm not gonna get ahead of us, but yeah Um, definitely a different vibe for sure the time went by for us usually when we're watching a movie that's like (laughs) an hour and a half two hours like we are counting the minutes we'll like check the time we'll be like how is there still 
yeah. you know, X number of minutes. How is there still 10 minutes? How is there still 40 minutes? How is there still, like, but this time we like, kind of like, we checked and we were like, oh, we have like 20 minutes left. Like, yeah. that's how, that's how the watch went. So that's pretty good. Um, but we have lots of thoughts, but we're going to go through our, oh, we watched Happiest Season. Did we say that? Yeah, I was that's about to say, is this the film? <laughs> Woo! Happiest Woo! Happiest Season. Um, We've been so excited. Um, Kristen Stewart, Allison Brie, Mackenzie um, Davis. Davis. Yes, Mackenzie Davis. Dan, uh, Dan Levy. Levy. Aubrey, Aubrey Love Plaza. Him. Aubrey Plaza. Oh my God. Ted Dance's of Life. Yes. <laughs> Ted Molly Steen- Steenbergen. Mm. Yes. Yes. She was an um, elf. She's the mom in Elf, and she's the mom in Happiest Season. She. Oh my God. Makes Why didn't name- I realize that? She makes her name with great Christmas films, modern classics. Mm. Whoa. Why did that take me so long to realize she was the mom in Elf? Like, that completely went over my head. I didn't even I know her. I recently watched the new ABC TV series, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. She was also the mom on that as well. So I guess (laughs) she's she's just mom city. (laughs) Yeah. The mom character. Um. Should we should we do the the plot review? Yeah, yes. our okay. amazing angel Emily Lynch is going to give us a plot review. So. Yes, I have taken copious notes um, on Enjoy. my notes app during this film. Um, I will say that this was actually like a solidly good movie. So, like, I would recommend that people go watch it first if they don't want spoilers or if they just want to enjoy the film because it was really good. And then, like, come yeah. back here, maybe you already watched it. Um, but yeah, so I'll get into the little recap, and hopefully it won't take too long because I did take a lot of notes, <laughs> but I'll you try to skip over the important parts. Um, yeah, so, you know, this movie opens up. We know it's going to be a great lesbian love story Christmas movie, so we're excited off the bat. Um, we For had sure. some cute concept art, like, at the beginning mm-hmm. opening credits to show, like, the trajectory of their relationship so far because it doesn't really like talk about it again like the movie starts and they're like in a committed relationship yeah. and they live together so it shows them like oh going on date nights and like hanging out with their friends and like going through different holidays yada yada so like we get all that like background with just little pictures um and then it opens up we're in the christmas season um kristen stewart i'm also i'm just gonna use the actors names this whole time um because that's fine it's just easier. that's fine um, <laughs> so kristen stewart and mackenzie davis are strolling along a street they're going on like a tour of like a street that has a lot of good christmas lights um and the the point we're supposed to get out of this scene is that kristen stewart does not like Christmas, but Mackenzie Davis does. And so they're talking about that. And like, she's trying to get her, get Kristen Stewart like into the Christmas spirit. Um, Kristen Stewart's not in the Christmas spirit. Uh, She's going to be like, she's spending Christmas by herself while Mackenzie Davis goes home to see her family. And like, Mackenzie is really sad about that. So she's like, oh, that's like so sad that you're going to be doing that. I really don't want you to. They climb onto somebody's roof. Um, (laughs) They do do that. Just which is trespassing um and that this is where they're having this conversation they eventually get caught and so there's this whole scene where like Kristen Stewart almost falls off the roof I mean she does and then they like run away and they're in the heat of the moment they like have a passionate kiss in like an alleyway and then Mackenzie Davis gets like all ahead of herself and excited and invites Kristen Stewart to Christmas with her family Right, and they're all excited, and she says, "Like we've okay. all seen this trailer before." So we've you all know seen this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
So like, great. Okay. They're going to go spend Christmas with her family. The next day they wake up. Also their apartment is incredible. It's beautiful. Incredible. Beautiful. Amazing. It makes no sense that anyone could afford that apartment in the city. Um, every the movie's like that. We know once, it's just, just like friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so like Mackenzie Davis comes down to Kristen Stewart and she's already acting like super weird like definitely a different tone than like the night before she's like hey like I know you don't really want to like come see my family for Christmas like you totally don't have to like I got ahead of myself like it's okay like you don't have to come and Kristen Stewart's like no I'm actually so excited to like come and like meet your family and like spend Christmas like I'm actually like loving Christmas now and Mackenzie Davis like you can tell is like oh yikes um and you're like weird um but so then she can't really get out of it because also we learned in this scene that Kristen Stewart um is an orphan and her parents died they just like dropped that in um so Mackenzie Davis can't say no because like she has no one else to like spend Christmas with um so yes, and then we meet the. I'm trying to like be faster than I'm being. Um, you're good. You're good. You're amazing. Okay, and then we meet the lovely and amazing Dan Levy, who I love. Um, so Kristen is best friends with Dan Levy. They're pals. Um, they're in like a cafe together, like hanging out. Like she's telling him all about like how like she's gonna spend Christmas. Um, she usually, I guess, pet sits over the holidays because she doesn't like Christmas. She doesn't go anywhere. So she has to get Dan Levy to, like, pet sit, like, the cats and dogs and fish and whatever for her that she's, like, supposed to be pet sitting. Um, so that's their conversation. And then they go to a jewelry store because Kristen Stewart has ordered a ring, which she is trying to pick up, because Kristen Stewart is planning to propose to Mackenzie Davis. And we're like, wow, amazing. Um, and Dan Levy is like not impressed because he doesn't like the idea of marriage. Um, but we, we can tell here that although she does not like Christmas, Kristen Stewart is a romantic. Um, so yes, and then they're in the car on the way to Christmas. They're driving. Mackenzie Davis is being weird as heck. Um, she's like, Kristen Stewart, I have to tell you something. And she's like, remember over the summer when I like came out to my parents and everything went well and like, you know, there were no problems. And Kristen Stewart's like, yeah, totally. Like, I remember that. That was great. Um, And Mackenzie Davis is like, actually, I lied about that whole thing. Um, They think that you're my roommate who's coming for Christmas and you have to pretend that you're straight, which is like awful to like, first of all, make your significant other do that. Like, I would be very upset. Um, I won't get into my opinions yet. But anyways, like, that's what she did. Um, So, yeah, that was a whole thing. Sprung on her, like, while they were in the car, ready to go. (laughs) Um, And then they get to the house. It is, like, gigantic. Um, They come to the door and they meet – first they meet the mom, who's Molly Steenbergen. Um, she's like, you can tell right off the bat that she's like a lot, like definitely like a very type A, like demanding mother. Um, they meet the sister Jane, who is, I guess like the younger sister, I assume. Yeah, I'm assuming. They think she's the youngest. Yeah, Yeah. she's the youngest, I'm assuming. Yeah, Harper's Harper's the middle. middle, Which is Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, (laughs) before I mess it up. Yeah, Harper is (laughs) Mackenzie Davis. So they meet um the younger sister who's jane who is like definitely like the quirky one um 
they meet the dad who's played by Victor Garber, who is also like someone who's been in a bunch of movies and shows. A bunch. Um, yeah, like I don't know, I can't like list them, but I just know I've seen him everywhere. Um, and then, so the mom's taking on tour of the house. So there they mention that there's like another older sister who like went to law school and like has kids and like blah, blah, blah. Um, and then like, basically we find out that like everyone is just, or that Abby, or sorry, Kristen Stewart, whose name is Abby, um, is just like a horrible liar. <laughs> she gets into this like conversation with the mom and like has to pretend that she's straight because like Mackenzie Davis asked her to. And so she's just like, oh yeah, my ex-boyfriend is a milkman, like says all this weird stuff, like very <laughs> awkward. Um, <laughs> and then the family goes out to a very fancy dinner. Um, it's great. And then we find out the mom invited Mackenzie's ex-boyfriend to dinner because remember that they don't know that she's gay and that this is her girlfriend so they're like trying to get like get her back with this ex-boyfriend from high um, school i think like high yeah, school yeah, yeah i was a high school age. boyfriend like it's been way too long to try to <laughs> it's been a long time yeah and yeah. they're rekindling like, their love <laughs> right totally and then like so at one point the like the two main women go to the bathroom and like talk it out and they're like oh no i didn't know he'd be here like blah blah, blah. and we meet the lovely and gorgeous Aubrey Plaza. She looked amazing this movie. So, so hot. We'll get to that. Absolutely we'll amazing. We'll, we'll get to her. that. Um, <laughs> so hot. <laughs> and we find out that Aubrey Plaza is also Mackenzie's ex, Mackenzie Davis's ex from high school. Um, she's a doctor now. Um, and so we meet her, like, smart and hot. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then they like they go back to the table. The parents are like, "Oh, did you see that? Like the so and sos are here, like Aubrey Plaza's family." And um, Mackenzie Davis is like, "Yeah, we just saw her like in the bathroom." And the mom is like, "The mom just says something like super homophobic about like Aubrey Plaza's lifestyle choices and like rolls her eyes." And we're like, "Oh no!" Like, uh, um, horrible. <laughs> um, and then what else happens? Oh, okay. So then they leave dinner. Um, Kristen calls Dan Levy. Um, just to, like, so there's like several points in the movie where like she calls him just to like chat out her feelings. Um, so she calls him and like tells him the whole thing about how she's like not out to her parents and all of this. And like that she has to pretend she's straight. And this was just a good line. So I wrote it down and Dan was just like, have they ever met a lesbian? Like, how do they not know? Um, <laughs> which was just funny comic relief. Um, and then I guess she goes to sleep because then the next scene is like she gets woken up because these two children are like just standing silently over her bed, like staring at her. And she's like, what is going on? Turns out they're um, the older sister's children. So then we see Allison Brie come in. Really a star-studded cast. We a love mom. It. She's a MILF in this, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Again, so hot. <laughs> so Allison Brie plays like the like type A, like perfect older sister um she's just like crazy and the kids are robots which is weird um and then like we meet oh yeah so then they're all up in the kitchen like whatever it's christmas time it's the morning um the dad like mackenzie davis's dad comes in 
um, and like tells him that everyone has to like go to this like big party tonight to meet this like big donor because he's running for mayor, right? Mm -hmm. The dad is running for mayor and he's trying to like get this woman to donate to him. So he's like, everyone has to come like meet the donor and like be the perfect family at this party. Like this is the part where we realize that the family dynamic is just like super duper toxic. Like it's just really yeah. weird. Like they are like clearly very demanding of their daughters and like they're all trying to impress each other and it's like just Yeah, like, they don't treat each other like humans no. <laughs> at all. Yeah. With feelings. So, There's sex. Yeah. <laughs> um, very, very toxic family dynamic. Um oh we also learned that Allison Bree and her husband for a living make gift baskets like if experiences gift experiences yes there was like a whole thing about it um oh and they were picked up by goop like Gwyneth Paltrow's company so that's why they make they make their money so that was exciting um and then we just like basically the next scene is just to learn more about the like fucked up family dynamic so they go ice skating and like Mackenzie Davis and Allison Brie like race and it's like really wild and they like knock people down and like it's just a lot um and then um, they go to the fancy party that, like, the dad was talking about earlier. Um, the parents take Harper to meet the donor, like, and be the perfect daughter. But they, like, specifically don't let, like, the other two daughters, like, Jane and then Alice and Bree's character, come to meet her. So, like, it's just clear right off the bat that, like, Harper is, like, their perfect favorite. daughter yeah. favorite. And, like, the other two, they're just honestly, like, mean to um the donor like starts asking if there's any like dirty secrets in the family like is anything going to come out during the campaign the dad's like our family has nothing to hide and like like mckenzie Harper's Davis, like, uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah <laughs> clearly shit is a bruin <laughs> yeah and then like i have a lot of notes about the party like basically it just is like kind of awful for kristen stewart like Mackenzie Davis's like old high school friends are there and like the ex-boyfriend is there again and like everyone's just being like really awkward to her and like not really talking to her um she goes outside and she calls Dan again and Dan is like you deserve someone who's like open about their love for you and and all of this and then it turns out like Aubrey Plaza was like basically behind some shrubbery for some reason and like heard <laughs> the whole conversation um so she kind of appears and she's like oh like you know, sorry, I didn't mean to overhear, but, like, I can relate to, like, what I think you're going through, so, like, if you want to talk, and Chris is just, like, relate to what? Like, she just pretends that there's nothing going on. And Aubrey um, is like, uh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah. okay. Um, and then they, like, they go, um, back into the party, like, Chris and Stewart and Mackenzie Davis are, like, holding hands a little bit, which is, like, a bad idea, because they're in the middle of a room with, like, tons of people, and they're, like, not like it just doesn't make sense Allison Brie like kind of sees it and like gets suspicious um oh and then they're back at their house it's like nighttime um basically like Mackenzie Davis sends oh because like so I don't think I said this before but Kristen Stewart is sleeping like in this basement bedroom like they're not in the same room because the parents think that they're just roommates um that so, would be weird yeah that they're, would like, be why weird. Would, they're like why would two women like share one bed like i wouldn't make you guys do that um <laughs> so anyway so they're in different rooms and like mackenzie davis sends this like kind of suggestive photo to kristen stewart so kristen's like oh i'm gonna come upstairs um so there's this whole sequence where she's like trying to get up the stairs without being seen and like she almost runs into the mom so she 
like shuts herself in this like utility closet in the hallway accidentally turns on the Roomba which makes a bunch of noise and then the mom like opens it up and is like Kristen Stewart what are you doing in the closet um which is funny and then she's like (laughs) and then she's like oh no I was sleepwalking so like while that's all ensuing Mackenzie Davis sneaks down to the basement and like ends up staying there all night like they sleep together there and then the next morning, like, literally the entire family just, like, enters the basement. Like, just, <laughs> They're like, no like, privacy here for yeah, you. Like, yeah, causing chaos. <laughs> Hello. Um, We've arrived. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, almost catch them, but, like, Mackenzie Davis hides behind the door. Um, and then we find out that, like, the dad invited the donor to the Christmas Eve party. So that's, like, a, an event we find out here. But mostly it's just awkward because they, like, all came in at the same time. Um, and then, oh, also that same day... Kristen Stewart learns about the fact that they have like a white elephant party at um, the Christmas Eve party or, or like a white elephant game at the Christmas Eve party, which like my family calls it Yankee Swap. I know some people call it white elephant, but it's like where you just everyone brings a gift and you like trade them around. Um, so then through a series of events, like because Kristen Stewart needs a gift for this white elephant, she has to go to the mall with Allison Brie and Allison Brie's scary twins. Um, Magnus and Matilda. Magnus Magnus and Matilda are their names. Yes, I forgot. Um, (laughs) And then, like, Allison Brie has to go somewhere to, like, buy a gift. Um, I think, like, for the kids, like, from Santa. Santa. Kids can't come. Um, The complete works of Sylvia Plath, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) which is not age appropriate. That's what those eight year olds or, like, nine year olds (laughs) wanted. Can confirm that's not what they would want as a teacher (laughs) at that age. (laughs) <laughs> right so um so basically like she's like oh Kristen Stewart can you watch these kids for me and Kristen Stewart's like okay like I'm uncomfortable with children um, she was but she does very uncomfortable and then with <laughs> she was so uncomfortable and then they're in the store the little girl like puts a necklace like in Kristen Stewart's bag without her seeing um oh, Matilda and then they run into this one <laughs> yeah Matilda they run into this woman who I think is like the dad's like campaign manager or like something she's affiliated with him somehow like somehow she like yeah yeah, she She cares about his image yeah she works for the dad cares about his image um they run into her like it's really awkward but like she's there to see them and like Kristen Stewart walks out of the store and obviously all the buzzers go off everybody freaks out she gets like brought down um to like mall security for shoplifting and like questioned by these two mall cops um so then like when she gets back to the house eventually after she escapes mall jail um the dad like the parents know what happened because the The lady campaign manager was there to see it um and so they basically tell Mackenzie Davis like oh your friend like can't come to this dinner tonight with the donor like not gonna happen because like she's a bad influence on like the campaign and yada yada and Mackenzie Davis like does not stand up for Kristen Stewart like at she's all. just she like doesn't even not try to for fight a second it. she's not like, at all oh no that's really sad so babe I need you to can't be- come <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah dang that sucks babe anyways see you later tonight like so sad like guess I'll be going then so yeah, it's it like really sucks. Like she's Kristen Stewart's obviously upset. So she just like goes to dinner alone and like looks kind of sad. And then she like runs into Aubrey Plaza in town. They're like low key flirting a little bit. Like nothing yeah. like questionable. Like, oh, you have is, a girlfriend, uh, but like 
yeah. astronomical. But there's, there's chemistry. chemistry there. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. tension. Definitely. We wanted it. Definitely. And I think she could like tell that like Kristen Stewart was upset. So there's that too. And basically one of them asks, oh, do you want to go get a drink? Um, yeah. So Kristen Stewart asks like, oh, do you know where to get a drink around here? And Aubrey Plaza is like, yes. And they go to see a Christmas drag show together, which is lovely. Um, they have like more chemistry than she does with Mackenzie Davis, like for sure. Um, <laughs> and then we find out that like Mackenzie didn't tell Kristen everything about like her relationship with Aubrey. Like apparently they were best friends in like middle school leading up to high school. And then they like eventually became more than friends. Um, and they were like, they loved each other. They sent each other like secret notes because they weren't out at school or anything like that. Um, and then basically like one of Mackenzie Davis's friends discovered one of the notes from Aubrey Plaza and asked what it was about and Mackenzie Davis like completely threw Aubrey Plaza under the bus like lied about it and said oh she's just crazy like she's in love with me like I don't know what's going on um and everyone was like obviously you know it's it's early high school like we know how kids are we're like super mean to Aubrey Plaza for the rest of high school so it was like horrible um so Aubrey Plaza was like it happens she shrugs happens yeah she's over it she's like oh well yeah, but this is the first that Kristen Stewart's hearing of it, so she's, like, obviously upset. Um, and then they sing a song with the Christmas song with the drag queens. It's, like, very cute. Like, we kind of want them to be a thing, but they're not. Um, and then um, Kristen Stewart has to leave the fun drag show because she gets a text from Mackenzie Davis and Mackenzie Davis is like oh like the dinner's over that like you weren't invited to so now I'm in a bar with my friends like you should come so she goes to this bar which is like 1,000 times worse than the fun drag show it's, it's like Freddy's sports Freddy's bar. yes I wrote yeah. that down too <laughs> why is it called Freddy's Freddy's um absolutely awful like her ex-boyfriend is there like he's trying to flirt with Mackenzie and Mackenzie is like not saying, saying no. no like she's totally like kind of into it um which is frustrating, understandably. Um, and then Kristen Stewart's like, hey, like, I'm going to go. And, like, I think is hoping that Mackenzie Davis will go with her because Mackenzie Davis was like, oh, I'm so, like, sorry you can't come to the dinner, but we'll totally hang out later. So she was, like, acting like they were going to hang out. But when Kristen Stewart was like, oh, like, let's go. Like, I want to leave. Mackenzie Davis was like, I'm actually going to stay. Um, you'll get home okay safe, right? Like, yeah. So Kristen Stewart has to leave by herself. Um, by herself. Yeah, like Harper ends up staying, sorry, Mackenzie Davis slash Harper ends up staying at the bar until after 2 a.m. or something like that, talking to Connor, the ex-boyfriend, and he, they have this whole conversation. He's like, I feel like you didn't tell me everything when we broke up. Like, was there someone else? And she's like, no. So she's lying to him too. Um, She's like, no. And there's like this weird pause and they're like, (laughs) and then they gay. (laughs) just ends the scene he's like okay bye um and then uh so the next morning Kristen Stewart wakes up and like gets like basically um Mackenzie Davis didn't answer any of her texts last night didn't text her until 2 a.m to say that she was home like didn't say that she loved her like all of this stuff that's super frustrating so she goes up to her room and is kind of like hey you know like 
isn't even trying to fight with her, but is just sort of like trying to talk to her, figure out what's going on. And uh, Mackenzie Davis calls her suffocating for like asking if she got home safe. Um, they get into this big fight, like Kristen Stewart storms out, goes downstairs. She looks like she's, she wants to leave. So she looks at like Uber prices um, to figure out if there's a way she can get home, which they didn't tell us like, so the, the two women live in Pittsburgh. They didn't tell us how far out of the city or like where exactly the family lived, but the Uber would cost a thousand dollars. It showed on her screen to get back to the city. Um, so obviously she's not going to do that. Um, Dan calls, asks what's going on. She explains she's super frustrated. Dan kind of like hangs up abruptly, which is weird. Um, and then Kristen calls Aubrey Plaza again, goes to hang out with her because she really has nothing else to do. Um, and at least Aubrey Plaza is nice to her. And then Mackenzie is running some errands for the Christmas party. And so she sees Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza hanging out and gets super upset. Um, we go back to the the house and the mom is setting up for the Christmas Eve party being super insane. Like the mom is just like bossing everyone around and like yelling, which is crazy. And then Mackenzie is being like really cold to um, Kristen Stewart because she saw her with Aubrey Plaza, but like hasn't said anything. Um, and then we get to the night of the Christmas Eve party, which oh is the final, the final culmination of the film. Um, reminder that Kristen Stewart is trying to act straight. Gayest outfit you've ever seen. She looks phenomenal. <laughs> she looks great. It looks not, <laughs> unbelievable. Everything was unbuttoned. She had a tie that was like not tight at all. A blazer. It was like all signs yeah. point slicked back hair. All signs point to lesbian here. Yeah. There was yeah. like she had like um like bobby pins in her hair to like clearly show her undercut like yeah, <laughs> yeah there was like our it was, she looked hot but yeah she yeah, was so. amazing in this movie as well like everyone looked great gotta be everyone honest. looked everyone looked great in this movie but yeah so she's in a unlike the last outfit. movie when all the fits were horrible <laughs> the fits were great katie, in this oh, katie McGrath. <laughs> um so Christmas Eve party. There's a lot of activity here, so I took notes of the most, you know, interesting parts. Um, Alice and Bree's children sing Silent Night, and it's horrible and scary. Like they have a song to sing. Horrible. Um, <laughs> and then it's like the, we're we see different scenes from the party. Kristen Stewart's hanging out with Aubrey Plaza again because, understandably, like Mackenzie's not really talking to her. Um, and her friends are, like, not nice to her either. So she's hanging out with Aubrey Plaza. Um, and then Mackenzie is kind of, like, flirting with Connor. Um, Kristen Stewart ends up confiding in Aubrey, like, talking about how she was going to propose and all of this stuff. And, like, I don't know how to feel. She feels like she's two different people, all of this. Um, and then Dan Levy shows up. We love him. Amazing. Yes, here he comes. Surprise! Here he is. <laughs> Yeah, He's been and tracking he, her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he tracks he her. everyone throughout the movie. Basically. Um, yeah, and he pretends basically to be like her ex-boyfriend, which again is hilarious that the mom just like accepts that. Um, but he's basically here to like take her home because she sounded like she was in distress on the phone. And then, so Kristen looks over, sees Mackenzie Davis flirting with the ex again and she goes over and she basically just says like hey it's over I'm done and she walks out and everyone's like I don't get it um 
they go downstairs, they're like fighting and screaming. Um, and Mackenzie ends up talking about how like, oh, she, she had such like a toxic family dynamic. Like her parents' love was always conditional on them being perfect. And they had to, like her and her sisters had to compete for their parents' love their whole life. And that really messed her up. Um, so Kristen Stewart ends up feeling bad and hugs her. And I think they kiss. And then at that moment, Allison Brie walks in. Allison Brie's Here like, she hello? Comes. Who's that? <laughs> she's like, That's hello? Her. Yeah. She comes in looking for her kids and she's like, uh, and then, Hello? <laughs> like, obviously, yes. Mackenzie Davis is distressed, like, oh, no, she's going to tell my parents. Um, she's, like, basically chasing Allison Brie through the house. Allison Brie's just trying to find the kids, but, like, obvi- like also is seeming like she's going to tell the parents. Um, and so they're chasing her through the house, like, trying to stop her. And she ends up opening this closet door to find the kids, and she finds her husband hooking up with the um, campaign manager campaign manager mm-hmm. carolyn um <laughs> so that's another big secret but then it's like allison like from the conversation that ensues we know that allison brie knew about it and was just mad that he wasn't being discreet and doing it at the party yeah and so it, then it's like you had one week <laughs> we were gonna it was gonna yeah. be over in one week <laughs> we're so close <laughs> yeah exactly um so then like the white elephant gift exchange is starting downstairs, but um, Mackenzie Davis is like, oh, so you have a secret too. So like, you know, basically like blackmailing each other, like don't tell my secret and I won't tell yours. And they start fighting, like full on, like fighting. Full on fight, yeah. Um, and then like the, this fight goes on and on. They eventually end up like getting into the main living room where everyone else is like still fighting and screaming at each other. And then Allison Brie outs Mackenzie Davis to not only the parents but like everyone at the party pretty much the entire town gotta be yeah. the whole town like everyone they know <laughs> lots Every of big ticket names yeah. yeah which is just like awful to do to anyone of course um and so she outs her like it's surprising that she did that and then Mackenzie basically screams and says like no she's lying like I'm not gay and then um Kristen Stewart is standing right there like looks very upset <laughs> hello yeah. hi she man it was, it was definitely like a gut reaction like she was like you're a lesbian and she's like no I'm not and everyone's like <laughs> what hello yeah are you yeah. or like a gut reaction by Mackenzie Davis but like understandably super upsetting for Kristen Stewart yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah for sure yeah um, definitely sure not excusing her it was just definitely yeah. like oh, she yeah, totally. immediately did not think what she was gonna say and just like no nope <laughs> <laughs> I am not, not a lesbian I've I'm never actually been so a lesbian. straight <clears throat> I like Connor tonight maybe I don't yeah, know maybe. <laughs> totally. like you can see the look on her face right after she says it like she she looks at Chris Stewart and is like, oh no, like, what did I do? But yeah, she she's like, it. how, how did I, oops. How did I? I wonder <laughs> how I ended up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Kristen, like, storms out of the house, like, out the front door. Um, Dan follows her to, like, help her. Allison, or, no, Mackenzie Davis gets, like, super upset at what just happened and takes this giant painting, like. A beautiful painting. Probably like eight feet long that Jane made. It's beautiful. Like everyone made fun of it, but it was like this amazing painting of like the town. It was absolutely lovely. Took this painting that's on a canvas and like crashed it through Alison Brie's head. What? Um, They fight. 
<laughs> Cut to like outside with Kristen Stewart and Dan Levy talking. Um, Kristen's super upset. She's like, you know, like the reason I didn't like Christmas is because it reminds me of my parents who are dead. Like I'm super disappointed. She basically like really wanted this Christmas to go well because it would kind of be like a new family for her. She was going to propose. Like she thought it was all going to go great. Be, she was going to be welcomed by the family. Um, and she's really upset. Dan kind of launches into this speech about, you know, Mackenzie Davis not being comfortable coming out has nothing to do with you. Like everybody has their own story. You know, your parents were super like okay with it and comforting when you came out, but like mine weren't. And like my dad kicked me out and all of this stuff. Like everyone has a different journey that they have to go through, which true. Um, but uh, Kristen Stewart kind of says like, well, I, I just like, I want to be with someone who's like ready to do that. Like, I think I deserve that. Um which is also fair. And he was like, okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah, he was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then we cut like back inside. The party's kind of ending. Everyone's awkwardly leaving because of the scene that they all had to uh, just witness. Okay, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> See you later. Yeah. <laughs> They're like picking the tree up that fell down, like all this stuff. Um, Aubrey Plaza goes up and talks to Mackenzie. Is like, hey, you good? And Mackenzie apologizes for like, the harm that she caused her back in high school, which is nice. Um, and then everybody leaves except for like the three daughters and the parents. And the dad comes in and yells at the kids, especially Mackenzie Davis's character, um, because Mackenzie Davis is like the perfect daughter. He's like, I can't believe you all acted like this. Um, and then he basically yells at Allison Brie for like telling a lie about her sister. He's like, how dare you lie about her and say that horrible thing that she's gay about her, um, which is horrible. Kristen Stewart comes in. She's like, I'm just going to get my stuff. Like I'm going. And Mackenzie Davis basically says, wait, wait. And actually does come out to her parents and like tells them about like how she hurt Riley in high school, Aubrey Plaza in high school. Um, and how she doesn't want to do the same thing to Kristen Stewart. The parents say nothing. Like, they just look awkwardly at the ground. They, they do not react. They do not say, I love you. Like They don't even nothing. smile. They don't even frown. They literally dead-eyed stare her down. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Uncomfortable. Awful. Um, and then, like, the sisters kind of have, like, a coming together moment. Like, they're like, we all have problems. Um, Jane is like, I'm an ally. Like, it's this, it's kind of cute. Um, but then the dad walks out, just like, again, parents haven't said anything. Um, and then Kristen Stewart basically is like, hey, like, I know you did it. Like, I know you finally, like, did this thing. But, like, it's too late. Like, that's not it's enough for me. to apologize. Exactly. It's too late. Um, exactly that's exactly what she says and she walks out um (laughs) deserves like yeah she should totally fair totally fair um Mackenzie Davis is super upset understandably she kind of like doesn't like react well she's like what like I did it I did the thing you told me to do but like obviously that's not like all that she needed to do um the mom and dad talk it out in private like they realize how toxic they were to all of their children their whole lives or at least the mom realizes it like she kind of makes a big speech um the sisters apologize to each other in the kitchen and the mom comes in and like doesn't apologize doesn't acknowledge the hurt that she realizes now that she's caused 
doesn't really say anything about like her daughter coming out but she's acting like sympathetic and like okay with it now which is good yeah. but again there's Movies no like, really like she's a good mom now and you're like wait, yeah. wait how <laughs> what happened to meet her a good mom and they're like exactly i don't know you were there you saw it and you're like huh? <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah. and basically just like oh like dad needs time to like process which frustrating um we cut to dan levy and kristen stewart in a convenience store um as they're walking out like they're basically just going home like that's the implication like they've left the house um Mackenzie pulls up to the like gas station parking lot and Kristen Stewart's like how did you get here like how did you know we were here and she was like I tracked you Dan Levy taught me how to do it um which okay and then <laughs> um, she basically came to like make a whole speech like ask for forgiveness like she actually this time versus the time in the house acknowledges like hey I acted terribly towards you um kind of gives this whole speech about like how she wants one more chance and yada yada. She doesn't like, I feel like she doesn't really say sorry, but. He's not like, sorry, she doesn't. Like crap no. for the last five days. I'm so sorry. He's no, like, does not acknowledge that. In any she way. was like, yeah. I was kind of bad, but I think you just, I deserve another chance. <laughs> and Chris just do exactly. like, and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> like a yeah. frat boy. She was like, what? I think I deserve another chance, even though I right. you like little like crap. <laughs> just one more. She makes a lot of promises. <laughs> um and I think like Kristen Stewart's like trying to decide like what to do in this moment. Dan Levy like is over in the corner and kind of mouths like, like do it. He's like into it. He wants it to he he wants to forgive Mackenzie Davis because <laughs> he knows how hard it can be to like with family stuff. Um but yeah. yeah, it's obviously complicated. Um, and we'll talk about it more, I'm sure. But yeah, so Dan is like, do it. Um, and so Kristen Stewart's like, okay, like I'll give you one more chance. They kiss. It's a moment. Woohoo. Um, woohoo. Or, or boohoo, depending later. on how you feel. <laughs> um, <laughs> cut to Christmas morning. The mom is acting happy and okay with everything. Um Mackenzie Davis and Kristen Stewart come in kind of like arm in arms, so like like as if they spent the night together, which is nice, I guess. Um, <laughs> so like that's all good. The dad's not there yet. He hasn't come downstairs. He eventually comes down um, and like starts to make this big speech. He starts off by talking about the campaign, like his political campaign, which is not <laughs> the way you do an apology, but okay. None um, of them know how to do it. They're all bad at it. They all need therapy. <laughs> Yes, they do. Um, he eventually apologizes for, like, being a toxic father, um, which is nice, I guess. They're like, you're forgiven. I won't have any trauma after this. I'm actually good. I'm all set. Yeah. Thanks for the apology. It, it was weird for the last, like, 12 hours, but now I'm all good. No trauma here at all. Yeah. <laughs> no trauma here. None at all. Um, but then there is there is a moment where, so the donor the donor that he's been trying to get to give him money calls. Um, she was at the party last night. He thinks she's calling to be like, I'm not dealing with your crazy family. Um, but she actually calls and says, hey, no, like I'm interested in in donating to your campaign. But it's on the condition that, um, I think the way she phrased it is that um, Mackenzie Davis adopts a don't ask, don't tell policy. Like as in Mackenzie Davis does not. She's like, she does not talk about her personal life. For you are not gay. Person. You've never yeah. once been gay. You never, you never will be gay. Gay thought. Thought. You never been with <laughs> no gay here. Not at all. Um, 
<laughs> which is horrible. And then the dad actually says no and is like, I don't want your money then. Um, we also nice don't question. see him say no. It's implied True. that he says yeah. it's implied. He's he like, not, okay. <laughs> there's no like stuff it, you witch woman hangs up. Yeah, don't be homophobic just, to my daughter. He's just like <laughs> and then they cut to the next scene. Yeah. Yeah, they cut to, like, he's telling the mom, like, oh, it's not going to work out with the donor. So, like, we presume that he, like, said no to those terms. And we're like, wow, Um, he's a good dad now. Wow. (laughs) Good mom and good dad. After years of toxic behavior. (laughs) Great. Literal 30 years of my life in a toxic family. (laughs) All solved here. Done. Um, Done. Yeah. So Christmas. (laughs) the power of christmas saves all they do let chris and stewart get into the family photo that they've been trying to take for five days um they finally take it in everyone's pajamas and they let chris and stewart in yeah they look horrible Um, (laughs) they don't look good (laughs) like i can't imagine that the photo chris and stewart took where they're all dressed up looks worse like i feel like no she was just fine but anyways yeah um they let her get in the photo which is like a moment again um the family photo and then cut to one year later um, because that's the end of the movie. Um, we find out that uh, Jane finally published her book, which I don't think we mentioned, but was like a big goal of hers. Um, so everyone's like at the book signing. We see the ring on Chris and Stewart's fingers. We know that they got engaged. Um, and then there's just like a nice ending scene where they're all like the whole they're family. They're family now. Yeah, they're, they're family, family now. They're at the movies together. At they're the happy. movies. They're like not toxic anymore is the implication. <laughs> went to the movies. A family could wait, wait, wait. A family sharing could a be carton of popcorn. All you have to do is my take- lesbian girlfriend and her non-toxic family. That all is- you have to do to solve family trauma: skip the therapy, buy a ticket to the movie theater. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful life, and you're set. Um, done. Done. Over. Cleared. Christmas time. Christmas magic saves all. Um, everyone's happy and then they make um so Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis make prolonged eye contact in the movie theater and look happy to be with Ten each other seconds long the end of the movie it was is so them so staring at each other <laughs> and I don't know what the director said was she like okay I want you guys to keep just going stare at each other and they're like they're okay like, no we're not done um let's keep doing it's like portrait of a lady on fire where she's like looking at the other woman at the end like for mm-hmm. a prolonged amount of time except without like any tension or like any meaning behind it like it was just <laughs> them staring at each other Let's all do it right now. If you're watching on the YouTube, you can see us. That's that's how long it was. <laughs> I might have I might have actually broken before um, they did because I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was just looking at my own stare face. At, I stared at Kiana. Oh, I stared I at myself. Stared at Emma. Oh, sorry. And then uh, I didn't stare at either of you. supposed to look at me. <laughs> sorry, I can't. You're on my bottom screen, so I had to look. Wow. There. That's happiest season. Thanks, Emily, for that amazing and you're quite welcome. I'm sorry eloquently... it was so detailed. No, it was perfect. No, no, it was great. It was perfect. Um, I have so many thoughts. Where do we begin here? Um, let's share. begin at the beginning. Um, yeah. First of all, we went through 20 seconds of just ads. There were so many companies behind this movie. We are like... When's it going to end so we can, like, get started? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, the Sony thing. and then, Sony, the like, studios that bought you Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2 now has Happy Season. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, from the jump, it's already, like, I mean, I think we talked about, we were like, is she drunk? Like, when she was inviting um, Kristen Stewart over for the holidays, Mackenzie, we were like, why did she do that? Like, there was zero <laughs> pressure in that situation. Like, it wasn't yeah. like Kristen Stewart was like, oh, man, I'm really sad and lonely because I'm an orphan and my parents died. Boo-hoo. I really sure do wish I had a place to set spend Christmas. Like, there was none of that. Yeah. She was just like, please, us together? Christmas? Yeah. Sound good? It's like, like yeah. if there was family- like if you're not out to your family and your family is toxic like don't invite your girlfriend they don't know about also double down like she had a chance to get out she could have just been in the morning being like yeah i'm not out and she'll be christian stewart would have been like that's kind of messed up because you told me that you were but that doesn't matter too i'm glad we figured this out before we were on the road to <laughs> your parents house conversation so i'm I glad could, like, communication decide. was like what we excelled at <laughs> because in this yeah. movie they did not communicate at all no that's a good point they really like i don't know there was not one time not up to the end even where there was like effective communication like no. at all and then now they're engaged i'm yeah. confused <laughs> The whole the whole movie, yeah. I don't know if you guys, the listeners, know how we felt about the ending, but all of us were like, this should, they should not be dating. Or like, no, by the end I, of it, we were like, they're not good for each other. I wrote that down. I had like some notes in the middle of the movie, like when Aubrey Plaza started popping up, we were like, okay, we want this to happen. But genuinely, by the end, I was like, okay, I would have loved Aubrey Plaza and her to be a thing, but I really do think she should have just, like, been single. Like, Riley can just be a buddy. Aubrey Plaza can just be a buddy. And, like, you had that growth with Mackenzie, and then now Mackenzie's next partner, like, has a family who's, like, ready to accept them, and, like, she doesn't have to deal with, like, that conflict or like the trauma that came from like spending a week with the family yeah yeah it was also weird because like thoughts aubrey plaza dated mckenzie davis's character so it also would have been weird if she like broke up with her and like chris stewart broke up with her and immediately started dating yeah afterwards but like the tension between them were like yes they like actually talked to each other and like had a good time and you're like wow I wish, yeah, you like, know, that's a good point. Maybe that was, we were just so thirsty for, like, any effective communication yeah. that once, like, Aubrey Plaza yeah. and Kristen Stewart were actually talking and, like, getting to the root of their problems, we were like, hold up, this is the match, yeah. this is it. Because I know, like, I know we, mm-hmm. we joked, like, oh, it's like they're flirting and they have chemistry. Like, I, it really wasn't necessarily that. Like, I feel like they- Only they when she got under the same though. booth. Yes, they did yeah, go on the same truth at one point. Um, but great. other one thing, like, she definitely was a very good, like, confidant. And, like, I mean, she could, like, exactly relate to, like, what she was experiencing because she was the other person who'd experienced the exact thing with the same person. Right. Um, so it was more so that they were just – she was a really good, like, friend in that moment. Yeah. And they right. could be good. So, yeah, I think that's a good point, Emma, like, that might have been a better ending than what everyone on like Twitter and stuff is asking for. Of oh, right. she should Aubrey Plaza at the end. Like maybe that would have been would not have been super practical or realistic. No, it would have been hot. Like yes. I would have been yeah. so into it. Like yeah, from purely like selfish standpoint, but from like the best interest of the characters. No, 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 not really. Maybe not. Well, and like well, also the thing is that Christian Stewart wanted someone who was ready 
And like right. Riley is ready, but I'm sure there's other people in Pittsburgh that yeah. she can go yeah, out exactly. with. Like she doesn't have to keep bouncing around the same town. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then speaking of like, just like I was thinking, like Kristen Stewart seemed really comfortable in this role, which I thought was super cool because like in her Twilight, like she's. I guess you could say she's an awkward, like, actress. Like, like that's her, like, she's kind of typecast as, like, an awkward person. But, like, mm-hmm. especially, I don't know, in the past. But I, like, really enjoyed watching her in this movie. Yeah. I thought she was so, like, like, I just feel like she really came into her own. Um, even though I didn't, like, love or agree with the plot. Like, I really liked watching her just, like, be in her element and, like, feel comfortable. And, like, that was super cool. I really appreciated that. Yeah, I totally, like, I haven't watched a movie with her recent, like, a recent movie with her, but she's, like, an actual good actress. Um, I did want to see that really bad, like, that box office bomb Charlie's Angels movie, so maybe we can watch that one. Oh, um, yeah, because I, I forgot she was in that, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I definitely think that, like, she was, she, like, she played the, everyone acted well in this movie. I don't yeah. think there was anyone that was, like, oof that was no maybe the black husband there is a one there's two (laughs) black characters in this movie or people of color characters and that's the black husband (laughs) allison Bree's husband who is cheating on her oh actually there's like four because the campaign and the the twins too yeah but they're not they're not main characters like no no (laughs) they're just shells of human beings like they as, the, as all people of color are in yeah, any actually media. yeah it makes sense <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna bring that up too that it was so it didn't sit right with me that like the two people of color were the ones like part of like the big scandal like it was yeah, like the yeah. gay and then it was like the two people of color like make it out in the closet and i get like she knew about it and like it wasn't as it was big like of a mutual a, like, breakup right but it was just it didn't sit right with me that was put together well i think the thing is is that i mean they kind of set it up throughout the movie like the husband and her have weird looks throughout the time and you're like what was that but it doesn't really like when they reveal it we're like oh we knew he was doing something shady but we didn't know what it was like we assumed that was gonna be cheating but like the movie didn't really like they, they didn't really like do anything to build that up and then after it happened they just was like yeah and yeah it like, was kind of like it didn't serve the plot in any way like yeah. it wasn't like oh like um Mackenzie is gay oh yeah also Allison Breeze like like she didn't like, yeah well they use weird. it the they use it for was, like oh go on <laughs> sorry I was gonna say the only purpose really was so that like she could have something to kind of reverse blackmail her sister with right which is like also weird but like yeah and then at the end when she did come out Allison Brie was like and I'm getting a divorce which was like also a weird moment like they used it in those times but yeah like they could have made it about something else too yeah well like the reason why she she wanted to hide it so bad was because her parents really only cared about the fact that she had children like that's true that her whole character was that she her and her husband well ex-husband were lawyers that decided to like start making gift boxes and her parents are like yeah they're wasting that law degree but she has two grandchildren they have grandchildren and they talk about how like 
oh yeah, we need the we need the grandkids in this, we need the grandkids in that. And Allison Bree's like, hey, do you want me to do anything? She's like, no, just bring your children. So I understand, like yeah. the whole point of that was to show like Allison Bree, uh, like her trauma with the parents is just that like, like you can talk about like her husband didn't need to cheat for order her to have like trauma with her parents like they could have gotten that like whole plot line out of her husband cheating and just would have been like yeah my parents only use me for the fact that like for my kids like yeah (laughs) and that's such a good point because like jane had a really simple like like when she finally stood up for herself at the end of the movie like it wasn't any like scandalous secret it was just Mm -hmm. like revealing like I deserve to be included, like, I deserve to be heard, and, like, I feel like Allison Breeze could have been similar, like, I'm more than just, like, my kids. A mom. Like, it didn't have to be, like, and my husband's cheating and we're getting divorced, like, I feel like that (laughs) was so unnecessary, and it was also targeted, like, to the people of color, so, like, the whole, like, thing didn't sit with me, and those are the only, there's also the assistant of the campaign manager who's a person of color, but besides those three, really none in the movie in like well a positive none way? of the main characters. Yeah. yeah. None of the yeah. Which like could have been like they could have done that differently. I mean, I get, you know, it's like they cast the parent, the parents were both white, like the daughters are white, but the, there's like many other characters and it could have been different than that. Like, you know, yeah, so Connor could have been black. Connor could yeah, have exactly. Yeah. Um, um, I actually did enjoy Connor's character. Like, he was, like, bad <laughs> because you're supposed to hate him because he's, like, the ex-rival love interest. But I think he was just, like, just hanging out. And, like, he McKenzie, just vibing. yeah, but Mackenzie Davis was definitely putting out vibes like she wanted to, like, do something with him. I yeah. feel like throughout the movie, which is why I was, like, surprised when they went, like, they were like she's like she's a lesbian and i was like oh she could be like bisexual but like also yeah like, you did bring that up yeah normativity um in the lesbian community is a thing so i understand that totally. like that also happens but also i was like she could be bi because she seemed so interested in connor that's the only thing like she actually seemed like like she wanted to date him but again it's like that whole thing yeah that's the one place where i get a little bit stuck like because I I feel like more so than you guys I'm like sort of inclined to like want to forgive her which like maybe isn't good like I you know she did like she treated Kristen Stewart like not well throughout the whole movie um but at the same time like with you know the growth that she had at the end I'm like okay like you know maybe I'm okay with the ending like maybe I'm okay that they end up together like they worked through it I like I'm, I'm definitely conflicted but like that's the one part where because the reason I, I'm inclined to, like, think that way is that, okay, she really did have, like, a really hard time with her parents, like, a really toxic environment, and, like, I can see how it would be super, super, super hard for her to do what she needed to do to basically do the right thing for Kristen Stewart's character. Um, but then the only sticking point there for me is the fact that she spent half the movie also, like, being weird with and flirting with Connor Connor, and I get that that was all part of like the you know the whole thing of like trying to be who her parents wanted her to be and she got stuck in the environment again the perfect daughter that's where her brain went like she was like I have to be the perfect daughter at all times but it was like girl your parents aren't here right now at the bar at one right yeah that's like (laughs) yeah I just I feel like she made some like throughout the movie I feel like there were just a lot of choices that she could have like, 
I guess it's, I'm trying, I guess I'm conflicted too, because like, I want to be empathetic to like the journey of like being in a toxic family and like feeling like you Mm -hmm. can't say anything and like be your authentic self and like wanting to live up to like be the perfect person and like trying to fit in the mold um, for like the allotted time that you're with your family to like do that. But I do feel like there are so many things, like small choices she made throughout the movie that made me more and more upset. And like Connor, obviously like that whole dynamic didn't like felt like a, it felt like a like intentional thing. Like, like you were saying, like she doesn't have to be flirting with him at the bar or like, you know, taught like right. staying out with him till 2am and like all that stuff. But like also just like things like when the mom was like, no, you're not coming to dinner now. Like I probably would have stood up for my roommate and friend and been like, are you okay? Right. Or like when Abby was going home being like, you'll get your, like, you'll find your way home. Bye. Like there's th- like small things like that, like where yeah. her family like didn't talk to her the right way but like she didn't have to like out herself but could have still like been a good person exactly you know what I mean yeah. and I think that's yeah. what like was the most for me where it like pushed me towards like I don't I don't think they should be together because I'm like I can't empathize well I guess I can but like <laughs> with that like just, like family dynamic and like not being able to like like feeling like you're hiding such a monumental secret mm-hmm. uh, to that degree but like I don't know they were they were just small I mean, things like that, you know? Going line, along yeah. with that, the whole scene where she, she she says before she leaves to go to the party that she wasn't invited to, that she did not stand up for her, like, friend. Because, like, again, they're girlfriends, but they're, like, also friends. Right. But it really feels like they're not anything. Like, I wish the movie would have shown, like, Emily talks about, like, the concept art that they do in the beginning. Yes, but yeah. I definitely think if the movie yeah. would have shown them actually in a good relationship i would have been more inclined that yes they need to save it but since the beginning the relationship was like going downhill like it started off on a bad hill and you're like well i want to root for you but like you've done nothing to make me root for you that makes sense but going along with emma said earlier is that like she tells christian stewart that i am going to hang out with you later like we're gonna hang out um Mm -hmm. then they go to the bar um and then she just ignores her for the whole time. Like, yeah, she's doing, doesn't like she doesn't even try to, like, bring her in with her friends. Like, she doesn't yes. try at, at, at all. Like, she's, like... That bothered me, too. She also, she kind of pressed... Like, they, like, kind of pressure her to drink shots when she's, like, hey, I don't actually want to drink shots. And Connor's, like, come on! Let's do it at Freddy's. And then, like... Freddy's. Mackenzie Davis is like, come on, let's do it. And you're like, your girlfriend just said she didn't want to take shots. Like, don't give her a beer. Like, Exactly. um, Small stuff like that at every single social event. Like, there was some where she was swept away. But, like, Mm -hmm. others, it was, like, a conscious choice, like, not to be with Kristen. And, like, not to make an effort to, like, rope her in and be like, oh, hey, like, this is my roommate. Like, have you guys met? Like, get them to like make some kind of connection like if Aubrey Plaza had it like randomly walked out on the balcony and like overheard their conversation and had like an immediate connection like she literally would have had no one that entire week and that sucks like that's a shitty shitty situation Allison Brie comments on the first like the first party Allison Brie's like yeah I would really hate if my roommate invited me to like a party where I don't know and has left me yeah and Gertrude Stewart's like uh (laughs) And Allison Brie just like walks away. Allison Brie was like definitely kind of trying to be a bitch there, but like she was right. Yeah, and yeah. It, I feel like a lot of like the the ways that she be- acted really poorly 
were driven again just like by her fear of like people finding out but again it's like that's not an excuse to like drag someone else down with you like that's that's where the, I think the line is right um you know yeah. yeah it's like it's okay to be afraid and like it's totally fair and that's something that like everyone should empathize with but at the same time it's like also you need to think about how you're like affecting other people and the other thing too is is like even if she just thought about it for a second like that's no way that you act to your friend either so even if she was just yes. your room, yeah. like exactly I was the just that about Emma to made. say like, that yeah that yeah it's to- because like even yeah even taking the example of like her not being invited to the dinner after the whole shoplifting incident like even if you know it was me and I was just like you know with one of you guys for Christmas like visiting your families and that happened like I would be pissed and like we're not dating but I would still be upset like it, it's right. surprise guys we're all dating right? <laughs> so like yeah, but I feel like up for someone like for her in that situation wouldn't have like outed her or like made anyone suspicious it would have just yeah. been like the right thing to a do normal for- human exactly thing. that's People, just like yeah. a normal way you treat your friends you don't just like leave your friend alone at a random social event like it'd be different if she was like hey we can't hold hands like we can't like yeah. have our arms around each other like we can't be flirtatious in public but she's like literally not interacting with her at all the entire movie and it's like i cannot be like i don't know like she's so like paranoid so then i'm trying to like sympathize with the anxiety but at the same time it's like but like that's just how you would what you would do with a normal yeah. friend yeah but also like we've like we've all had these experiences before and but we've never been like you like we're never a bad friend like we're still like a good human being even though we're in like awkward situations where you're like i'm not comfortable to like tell people these things and you're like it's not like you're gonna like just be like okay like i'm gonna leave you high and dry i hope you like get there also again Mackenzie davis's character invited her here like she was like that's like the whole thing like (laughs) she invited her here when she really didn't need to Kristen Stewart did not make any sort of attempt to be like yes like Emily said yes like I want yeah. not alone she was like fine like I mean she was still sad because of the death of her parents but like she was obviously going, yeah she was outwardly she was like I'm very happy to just like watch people's pets and like chill at home and but <laughs> yeah. I also felt like she would be because like maybe that's therapeutic for her like if she was a, like if Mackenzie Davis was a good friend girlfriend she would have known that maybe that was like how she deals with her like trauma which is a reasonable thing like you don't have to celebrate Christmas so that's why the whole thing the whole premise of just her being like come to my house actually don't come to my house because I'm not out to my family yet and you're like yeah but like <laughs> but this actually I won't happen tell you until you can't turn back yeah until literally yeah. i am like in the driveway basically <laughs> like yeah. they pull off to the side of the road she's like please like turn around so i can go back home she's like sorry we're almost there <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. i want you to come and then Kristen stewart's character is just like okay like she also kind of yeah. like rolls over a lot and i i don't know yeah i, I think that's a good point that she does kind of like agree like when she's pushed enough she just agrees she's like, and, like okay in. and um, you're like you were just so ups- like she was upset about her girlfriend like like at the last christmas party she was upset and she was like it's over and i was like oh my god they really yeah, are like, gonna break up in this up- movie yeah i was like she's standing up and for herself <laughs> like good as she should and then immediately and then- she was like 
okay. And you're like, what? <laughs> what happened? Immediately, no. Yeah, I, I, mean, a lot of, I get it, but yeah. also, huh? <laughs> a lot of the critiques I saw, because, like, it was hard. I avoided spoilers, but I didn't avoid, like, people's thoughts after it. Or just, mm-hmm. like, why can't we have, like, one, like, not, like, emotionally draining, like, happy, like, stupid Christmas rom-com. And I, like, I agree with that. Like, it was with it was a characters. good watch. Yeah, yeah, with gay characters. Yeah. Like, like, a, the just, ho- like, a, like a Hallmark movie. Like, a, cr- a princess for, for Christmas. Except for it's just two princesses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and I totally agree. Like, I was like, okay, like, let me watch and, like, gauge. But I feel like these are, like, heavy, like heavy topics like coming out to your family and like the anxiety that comes with that like introducing your partner to your family like figuring out like getting married steps getting married like all those like intertwining things like family trauma like all of that is really heavy like when you watch a normal rom-com it's like oh no like she said she was um at the store but she was really at the ice rink like it's stupid shit like that and then they're happy at the end yeah. they're like i really like, heavy i'm a corporate like exec that hates christmas <laughs> yeah. i'm a small time man who loves yeah. Christmas and that's all that's all the plot we need that's, honestly it wasn't like I was yeah. crying at the end of this movie because like, I was so like traumatized by it but in the like the lightest way it, like it wasn't like a carefree like oh like happy holiday rom-com like and I guess that yeah like Kiana was saying earlier even like if we had just seen more of the beginning of the relationship so we could root for them even um but I was like why does every like gay movie have to be like something huge like coming out like some kind of trauma like can we just have like a yeah she could have said like hey my parents know i'm out but they're really weird (laughs) or like something (laughs) like that or like or or like um my dad's running for the campaign manager so we can't embarrass him and there's like wild hijinks that that they like get embarrassed i think i think that part of the the issue that caused all of that kind of discussion, because I saw the same, um, like, the same sort of feelings on, like, Twitter and just around, yeah, like, I saw, you know, a lot of um, discussions about it as well. I, I think a lot of the the thing is that the news about this movie came out a while back, and it, yeah. if I'm remembering right, it was really just like, hey, there's going to be this Christmas movie starring Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis, and it's about, like, lesbians and it's a Christmas movie and I think we and probably a lot of other people were really excited to watch yeah a movie that was like the classic Christmas rom-com that we all love but with gay characters because that's so unheard of I think there are probably a couple of other movies but in the grand scheme of how many new one in Hallmark that's coming are we should watch it Um, we we should in in the grand scheme of how many movies of those like of those types of Christmas movies there are like there's not many with gay characters and so like I know I was really excited about like having a movie like that so yeah when I saw the trailer and saw like oh it's another like sad story about how like you know like it's like a coming out story and like it's like sad and and difficult and there's all those like kind of heavy themes like Emma said um like I I'm conflicted about it too because on one hand okay this is the movie that they wanted to make it did have a lot of heavy themes but they were important themes and that's like that totally has its place too in the realm of 
movies and right. in the realm of movies about LGBT characters. Um, but then just like you said, it's like, that's not what, like, I think people were excited about like a Christmas movie. Like, yeah. I, yeah. And that's just like, not what this was. And that's I th- like, I don't know. There's, there's a lot to unpack there, I think. But I think the trailer, I don't know. I wouldn't say the trailer is misleading, but I feel like the tone of the trailer is definitely different than the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the tone of the trailer is like, oh, I haven't told my parents. But then like, there's like zany things like, Christian Stewart tries to lie like Dan Levy's like I'm a heterosexual (laughs) male and I'm her ex-boyfriend and you're like haha that's kind of funny like there's funny like all the funny moments in the movie is literally in the trailer (laughs) (laughs) and then after that it's just all like emotionally draining so I definitely think like the tone of the movie you're gonna be like oh this is gonna be like kind of zany like I get it was gonna be serious because like oh yeah like coming out to your parents is always serious but it felt like it was gonna be like more comedic like the movie is yeah. called like a romantic comedy and but it was like not yeah. really comedic at all I just felt I sad for Christian's yeah. yeah. character. For I think that the mistake that like execs make about like these kind like movies with LGBT like themes is that every single one has to like like Emily was saying, like, it's a message that, like, is important and, like, does benefit people. I feel like that they think that every single piece of content they have to make needs to, like, have that message where it's, like, well, like, straight, like, there's so much, like, media for straight people that is just, like, fluff and stupid and mindless. Like, we want that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that can be the same. And I feel like that's the mistake they kind of made here is, like, from, like Emily was saying from the jump that we were, like, ooh, like, Get Christmas Youthy with like Dan Levy and Allison Brie and like Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis. Like, what could be wrong? Like, what could be bad about this? Because like that's like yeah. the rumors that were like leaking out. Um, and to be fair, Allison Brie looked amazing. Um, Aubrey Plaza, amazing. Dan Levy was great. Like, it was still a stacked cast, but it wasn't like that fluffy like thing that we wanted. So I I will say though, it w- I mean, it was I, I don't know directed. I think directed by Clea Duval, who is a mm-hmm. lesbian actress and filmmaker, which really that kind is, of surprises me. Then her personal like, life just says Duval is a lesbian. That's the only. I thing literally just. <laughs> I was just looking at it too because I didn't want to like misspeak. I was like, I think Clea Duval is a lesbian, but I wanted to check. And that's, I was like, oh, personal life, and like if <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's the only oh, line. <laughs> Duval is yeah. a lesbian. Her but, personal life. Uh, the thing is, I was going to say something. Wow. We were talking sorry, about... I derailed you. No, no. Um, I was going to make a metaphor for... Like, the, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mentioned Spider-Man earlier in this call, but, like, every Spider-Man movie origin story talks about how Uncle Ben dies, and you're like, we get it. Uncle Ben dies, he turns into Spider-Man. Like, this is kind of that thing where you're like, we get it. Gay people have to come out, <laughs> like, and it's, it's gonna be hard. like it's hard, but we don't need to see it like every time you like tell a new story, and that's yeah, like a thing. Point. Like you don't have we don't yeah. have to see Uncle Ben die every time we play like, a <laughs> Spider Man movie. Like we know how it works. So like that's kind of just like the idea. Like we get it. Like you don't have right. to start the movie like this. Like we could have just right. had like a very like wacky romantic lesbian they could have just been like she's out they're together and it's the first holiday together yeah he's like trying to get this sponsor and like everyone's zany totally they could have easily adopted it like that and it would have been 
a great movie. Like, not that it, again, we'll get to our reviews later. I don't think it was a bad movie, but, like, if we wanted just, like, a zany rom-com, like we've been talking about, they could have easily adapted the plot and just fixed it like that. And I think, like, not to get totally off topic, but I feel like this is the exact reason why Schitt's Creek was such, like, an important show because, I mean, I guess, like, they do have moments in the series where there are those serious topics. Like, there is the episode where, like, Patrick comes out to his parents and, like, there are those themes and those conversations. But largely the world that they built is a world where, like, everyone's accepted and everyone is, like, happy in the end. And, and there's not those, like, horrible themes of homophobia and, and all of this. So yes. I think that's, what, like, what people were expecting here. like maybe at least that's maybe what i was expecting so um yeah that's exactly that's you put it into words yeah perfectly i can like agree with that as well because like netflix makes had made christmas prince princess switch a night before christmas all movies that are like crazy and it's not like wild and there's not like um (laughs) it's not like people are like we don't want any more crazy like mind-numbing christmas movies everyone loves that stuff so you could yeah like yeah make more of those and people would absolutely like love that eat it up like not every lgbt like movie has to like teach me a lesson at the end or like make me feel so (laughs) drained that i can like take a 12-hour nap or like something like that you know yeah and i think i'm like totally agreeing with emily here where it's like i guess maybe just because dan levy was involved and he wasn't <laughs> yeah. involved with like that's but like i, I remember <laughs> in countless interviews he was like i just want this to be like a normal place like where people like they're just normal people living their normal lives because like mm-hmm. that's how we like want to view like queer people is like they're just like living their lives like not that they're the same as everyone else but that they can like live and enjoy like and have a normal life and yeah. so um not to like and again not even to like write out that they don't like have oppression like but for like the genre that we're talking about like Kiana said like mindless Christmas movies it's okay for like that to be the premise and for like the story to be built upon that I think so I think so um my rating or do you guys want to go first I might have to think for a little bit um what are we rating or what are we using oh good question I might do Jane's paintings Mm. ah lovely Oh, no, you know what? I'm going to do Alison Brie uh, Breakfast Snowmans. I was thinking about this. <laughs> you can do that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Paintings. You can do that one. You can do that one. Uh, I will do Creepy Singing Children. <laughs> I, I kind of want to do <laughs> that really bad, like, Mackenzie Davis, like, booty t- text. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that is just, like, just we her fully clothed. <laughs> And he's we did like, it. It was like, I like how Emily in her recap called it a scandalous photo, um, because that's like an accurate description. Because it's not like, it's not like a nude, and it's not like I a didn't sexy. know what to call it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it like was, a very awkward, like yeah, she was sort like, of shot of her chest, but like it's I think also she was her like arm. lying on her side. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Chris Stewart is like, I gotta get me some of that. She's <laughs> like, like, yeah. Um, oh my God. yeah wow. um oh okay does anyone have a rating i think i'm gonna um, give it oh you go first no 
Go ahead, Kiana. I'm going to do 7.5 McKinsey Davis scandalous photo. (laughs) (laughs) And that 0.5 is just like the shirt, like the bed (laughs) that was, that she was laying on. There's no, that's the half that the 0.5 is. Got you. Yeah, I'm going to, I think I have to give it, I think I have to give it like an Um, 8.5 scary singing children out of 10 um because while there are a lot of valid critiques that i feel like we've talked about like in the last hour um it was like a it was a really enjoyable movie and i liked watching it and i will probably watch it again um and also the extra 0.5 i think is just for the fits oh true everyone looked fantastic yeah they like absolutely amazing absolutely wanted everyone's outfit (laughs) so i could wear it to christmas parties um, um yeah i think i'm gonna give it like a eight uh allison brie breakfast snowmans out of ten um i mean like emily said it was it was still a really good movie i'm just like i'm happy we got to talk about like the critiques and like how we mm-hmm. felt about the relationship but like time flew by uh there was good acting which we don't see much on this podcast so that was nice mm-hmm. um and like it's something i feel like for like like queer content sometimes you're like grasping at straws you're like all right just feed me like give me something it's not perfect it's not what i want porn because like a lot of queer (laughs) content is just like straight up porn and you're like literally so it's like i got fed and it was good kristen Stewart looked amazing aubrey plaza looked fantastic allison brie amazing villain we love to see it so i would say eight I let me justify my 7.5 my 7.5 again agreeing with everyone that like this movie was good like we've watched bad movies and this movie is like decent I'm pretty sure it has like an 84 on Rotten Tomatoes like this is like a real movie (laughs) um (laughs) there were just like some parts of it that I was just like eh like could have been better um that's why I gave it a 7.5 that's valid um yeah I think that's like I think the reason also is because, like, the main, like, McKenzie's Davis character was just, like, so terrible throughout that I really yeah. just, like, like, I felt for yeah. her, but also at the same time, I was just, like, I wish you were, like, kind of better so I could root for you a little bit more. It was but, really like, hard to root for her, yeah. Yeah, like. I would have dropped her by now. I would yeah. not be in a relationship. <laughs> I also, like, like, they only dated for a year, so I, when she was like, I'm gonna propose, I was like, no, no, honey. <laughs> <laughs> not has not been long enough and they still get engaged like a year later and i'm they like still do did they like, listen to you kiana did they, they say did that it. or was it was it just implied by the i think um, it was just implied, implied by, by the ring yeah. i think so um, i'm assuming that over them like straight up getting married but yeah I definitely oh think. yeah which yeah. i'm kind of glad it didn't like randomly end with the wedding like for the tone of this movie like usually in a zany rom-com they end with like the wedding scene and everyone's yeah. they're like married. but like for this, I was like, glad you're not married. Like, there's room yeah. for growth here. Maybe, like, Harper can, I mean, Mackenzie Davis's character can. <laughs> that's, that's her name, <laughs> Harper. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't use any real names. In the, we didn't in use the We also cannot, we've only said Mackenzie Davis, Christian Stewart. Like, we're saying all the names, like, full names. <laughs> not even, like, Mackenzie. It's such a good cast. I would say Mackenzie yeah. sometimes, so. That's yeah. true. Well, this was a good movie. I think you guys should go watch. Yeah, I definitely think... get a chance. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Out of all the movies we've rated so far, I think you guys should definitely watch this one over everything Definitely. Else. 
Um, check it out. I think definitely I think you would enjoy it. Um, it was a good experience. Um, hopefully, there's many more of these movies. Hopefully, they get a little bit zanier as <laughs> they get a little produced. more mindless. Yeah. Um, um, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and they'll be in the end card and below, so you guys can do that and get hype because next week we have a guest. So yay, we getting lit. I literally get forgot lit about for the guest. next week, but woo! woo get lit for the guest. guest. Get lit for the guest. Our first guest appearance. Our first guest. We're hype. We're hype. Okay, anything so, else? So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Again, watch hap- Happiest Season. It's on Hulu. You can watch it with your friends, maybe. Um, we tried Hulu Watch Party. It kind of sucks. So. It kind of sucks, but maybe but it'll get it better. Yeah, maybe. It does exist. And this was. Um, um, what did what did what we, did we just, just watch? watch? Oh my god, it's that getting was a worse. Bit better, <laughs> I feel like.